You're listening to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Gavin McRoberts. And I'm Sherry Crop. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. Today, our guest is Andrew Barksdale. He is from North Carolina Department of Transportation, or NCDOT, as we call it. And he's going to give us some updates on several projects currently underway. Thanks for joining us today, Andrew. It's my pleasure. It's exciting for me to be here and be on your uh, podcast. Let's start with a project that I think has really made a huge impact here in Fayetteville and Cumberland County. Um, The I-295 project started several years back, and it's completed, I believe, all the way from 95 now to Rayford Road in Fayetteville. Let's talk about that project a little bit. What can you tell us? Well, you know, that's been a very exciting project. And when it's all said and done, it's going to be about 38 miles long. I think we've opened up about maybe 20 miles already to uh, Rayford Road. It has it's changed traffic patterns. Uh, it creates new ways for people who are commuting on to Fort Bragg to access the, the post. Um, you know, a lot of people are using it to get around town, and uh, it's really increased mobility and help with some of the congested roads in town. Um, you know, we've opened up two or three sections in the last two or three years. So that's been very exciting. The last section, I think, was just last year. I think it was in 2020. What you're So when you drive on Rayford Road and you see more of those bridges and structures going to like the south of Rayford Road, you're probably wondering, ooh, where, you know, where's that going? Mm -hmm. Um, That is sort of the end of that project, and we will not be able to open up any more sections south of Rayford Road until the next segment is awarded and built. So you're going to see those, in other words, those bridges that go south of Rayford Road, they were just, they'll have to be um, connected to the next segment. And that particular segment, which is going to be kind of behind Lakewood Drive and Jack Britt High School and coming in around Camden Road near the Hope Mills area. That's mm-hmm. the segment I'm referring to. That has not been awarded yet. Um, we've It's been delayed for the last two or three years for a number of reasons. Uh, the MAP Act um, has slowed down our ability to fund some of these ur- urban loops. And also we've had some budget crunches even before the COVID pandemic, which cut down our traffic Uh, driving and our gas tax revenue. So we've had to delay some projects. But despite all that, the good news is it's still on, it's been on schedule for the last year to award construction in 2022. And that segment will allow, when it's, and it will take probably four years to build, three or four years to build. But when that is completed, you will be able to get on 295 at Rayford Road and go all the way down to Camden Road with an interchange at Camden Road near Hope Mills. And there might be I forget there might be an interchange at Century Circle or somewhere around there. I forget mm-hmm. all the, the interchanges. But that being said, this, the font, the others, there are really only two segments that have not been opened yet. One that has not been awarded yet, which we'll, we're going to award next year. And the other one is under construction, has been under construction for two years, and it's about halfway done. And that's the section that's going to be just south of Camden Road and going to I-95 in Robinson County, just below the Cumberland County line, and I had to look at my notes here, that section is under construction, and that will have interchanges outside the city limits of Fayetteville, but in south, kind of southwestern Cumberland County, you'll have Black, Black Ridge Road will have an exit. You can get on and off 295 there. Parkton Road will have an exit, and it will be an interchange at 95, and it's going to be kind of like 40 and 95, and that will be two interstates coming together, and you can 
you know, there won't be an exit there. You'll just mm -hmm. be able to go from 95 to 295. And that's under construction. We're still a few years away from completing that. So uh, that middle piece between South of Rafer Road and Camden Road is that missing link that we are still been planning for the last year to award next year. So that's so it's on the horizon. We'll eventually get it all, all built. But a lot, a lot of it has been built, which is the, the really good news. And it's really exciting because I think it's made a big change, even what's open now. I remember when the final uh, section that opened up to Rayford Road, um, it seemed to open a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. And I was surprised and very pleased with it because, my goodness, you can get all the way from the north side of town on Ramsey Street down to Rayford Road out to like out to Lake Rim Park. It, it takes like seven minutes, I think, on the 295 Beltline. And, and before, you'd have to take Rayford Road up to Ramsey Street, and you're looking at a 30, 45-minute drive before. Wow. Just as a little footnote, if you ever go to Lake Rim Park and you're coming from the, the main core of the city, before we built this project, you could take you, you could turn right on Old Rayford Road and kind of go on to, to where Raleigh Road was and go straight to the, the park that way. We had to sever that road connection for this outer loop, and the traffic was so low on that road, it really did not justify building an overpass. So you do have to go down to regular Rayford Road and turn right on Gillis Hill Road and mm -hmm. then just go up and then back over. So you have to kind of go around slightly. So there's a little bit of trade-off there. But the big, the big prize is you have an interchange there, which is, helps a lot more. It, it makes for quick and easy access if you want to get out the lake. But that's, now. Why that con that's why that uh, connection got severed. We had to realign the existing road pattern a little bit to, for the bigger picture here. Excellent. Well, it, it is exciting because it sounds like five years we'll be able to um, have 295 completed and then we'll be ready to start resurfacing the north end of 295. I'm looking forward to that because I live on the other side of Hope Mills and I have relatives that live in Spring Lake. So I'll be able to catch oh, it there right. in yeah. Parkton and go all the way to Spring Lake. It's so a I'm, nice ride. That's going to save me a lot of time. I, I use think. it too yeah. sometimes when I visit. Great. Well, that kind of leads us up to the next project. I know you guys had a lot going on. We've talked about this before in some of our city updates. Um, I know Rayford Road uh, widening project. Um, I, I've seen a lot of work going on. Um, I want to know where that project is. Yeah, now. I'm glad you uh, brought that up because uh, we've been planning for several years to reconstruct and modernize Rayford Road really throughout the entire city from kind of Highland Country Club, Robinson Street, all the way to Old Rayford Road. So I don't know how many miles that is, seven or eight miles. And it was originally started out as, as merely a median project, but it's a total reconstruction of the road. New concrete curb and gutters all the way up and down, sidewalks all the way up and down. There'll be several intersections where signalized crosswalks with uh, pedestrian signal heads will be installed. There will be some widening. There's, there, it's not really a widening project. There will be adding some through lanes and some turn lanes here and there where, without impacting property. It's not really about adding lanes as it is improving the road making it a lot safer one of the biggest problems we were we've been having on rayford road is there have been a lot of crashes in engineering terms we call it mid-block what that means is there are crashes happening in between the intersections so people are using traffic signals and turning left and that's fine but then in between intersections in between traffic lights they're pulling out of businesses or driveways and they're looking at you know two or three lanes of traffic in one direction three in the other everyone's going 55 miles an hour and they see an opening they think and they turn left and they crash and that's one of the biggest things we're trying to to change i mean look at uh, skybar road you know skybar road <clears throat> dot completed widening that road around 1999 before it was a five-lane road 
But now it's Skyboro Road for many years is three lanes in each direction with a median all the way through there, except where you have traffic lights. That's what Rayford Road is going, going to be. You're going to have a, a median all the way through, and you'll be redirected from the right. You'll, you'll be a lot easier and safer. Instead of having to just wait and wait until there's an opening, you'll just safely, quickly turn to the right, and you won't, you'll just go a short distance and get a dedicated U-turn lane or at a traffic light and make a, a, a U-turn. It'll be a safer maneuver. It'll be less stressful. But what I want to tell you is we're going to build this in phases. <clears throat> the first segment is scheduled to be awarded next month. So construction will start in December. We're going to start on the west side and work our way east. So the first segment will be from Old Rayford Road out near Lake Rim Park going to Bunce Road. That's the section that will be under construction for three years. You've probably been noticing a lot of utility power line relocation work. And what we're doing is we're having to, even though that particular segment, we're not widening it. We're not adding. We're not adding extra travel lanes on that segment, but we're still having to. PwC is still having to move the utility poles a little further away because we are going to be rebuilding the drainage systems. The we're going to be adding sidewalks, redoing the concrete curbs, and we needed to kind of push those out a little bit. We're also some of the utility poles are being consolidated, so there'll be a lot of co-location. CenturyLink and stuff will be using the same poles, so they'll be kind of clean that up a little bit. The, one of the first things that will happen once it's under construction will be relocating the water and sewer lines. Those are also PwC. Uh, PwC is going to pay about 70% of that cost. DOT will pay about 30%. But, of course, PwC is getting brand new uh, water lines. But let me just tell you something. The water and sewer lines are going to be moved out of the roadway. They're going to be moved off to where the sidewalks are so that in the future, when, there's a need, when, there, when, there's a repair, when they need to repair a water line or do something, they don't cut up the road. How many times have you seen a brand new road get resurfaced and it's smooth and it's awesome and six months later they have to cut up a section of the road and they do a patch job and in about three, three months it starts to, the patch starts to sink and it's so all those utilities will be out of the uh, roadway. So Pl that, that's going to help. for the future. Yes. And just uh, so let's talk about traffic impacts. Um, there, it, it's going to be a work zone for the next three years, just that one segment. And um, the, the contractor must maintain at least two lanes of traffic in each direction, even during the rush hour. So uh, we know how busy that road is in the mornings and in the afternoons. So we're, we're not going to reduce lanes during rush hour. I can't, but later other sections where it's three lanes in each direction, they might be able to close one of the three lanes. But basically, there will be a lot of lane closures in the daytime. There'll be some night closures, some lane closures at night. During the rush hour, the lanes will be open to help minimize the traffic impacts. But it is going to be a work zone, and it's going to be a little slow going through there. So you pop, you know, it's going to be some growing pains. But but afterwards, it's going to be a much better road. It's going to be better for pedestrians, sidewalks, uh, you know, all the things that I mentioned. It's going to be a, a, a better road with some minimal widening. And I'll just one last point: both the Skyboro Road, Rafer Road inter intersection is going to be reconfigured a bit and improved and some widening as it were and also the all-american interchange with rayford road this this project when we award that there's going to be a new when you're going all-american southbound you're going to exit you'll have a oh, new good. exit going to, to the right you don't have to make a left turn anymore like you right do now. exactly so right. so it's so there's going to be some growing pains for all this but it's going to be a, a better safer road at the end of the day and um, so you said that will start in December, and it, it will take approximately three years for that first to segment, finish that first for phase. That first segment, and we're planning to do the middle segment in um, 2023. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then maybe the final segment from Glensford Drive out to uh, Harris Teeter, maybe I think in 2024. I'm, sh- I'm not sure if that's exactly right. So it's going to be staggered. So so it's not three years. The whole road will be done. Right. All, not all nine miles, but the first section starting out west and we'll move eastward. So we're probably looking at about a seven to ten year timeline. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's it, you have to invest in your community. You got to invest in your roads, and unfortunately, that can take a little bit of time. So, uh, I, I'm kind of glad you're doing it one section at a time. Try to instead of trying that to do it the whole help. road. Yeah. yeah. So we have just a little bit of time left, but um, I want you to talk about the widening on 95. Well, real quickly, you know that's a complete modernization. Now that really is a widening. We're adding two lanes, two travel lanes in each direction, basically from exit 56 to exit 81 Benson. And we, we and that's all under construction and under contract, and then the sections just below Hope Mills down into Lumberton is funded and scheduled to start in, in the next few years. We might even award part of that next year, and so all those are going to be the eight lanes. We have to except for ex, except for a couple exits, we have to replace every single bridge. It has to be taller, higher, wider, and it's complete modernization of the road and the some of the you know, we have, we're going to elongate the acceleration some of the on ramps. I mean, the section north of Fayetteville near Dunn was was open in 1959, and it's just not to modern standards for the, our traffic needs today. And it's going to be a complete modernization, and uh, that's also going to be a work zone for a while. But it'll be a, that will even be a wider highway, so it'll be a lot better down the road when it's finished. That'd be exciting. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to that as well because I know it's a, that's a major uh, highway to bring people into Fable, and and, I'm, and it sounds like that's the reason why you're picking that se- section where, where the traffic needs are and the higher crashes and exactly. the higher traffic volumes. We're focusing where the needs are first. Well, I think that's going to uh, wrap it up, Andrew. I want to thank you for coming on my uh, pleasure. To our podcast. I love here. seeing you sit in this chair. It's like I, I'm looking at an episode of NPR with uh, the headphones on and everything, and you gave a lot of great information. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thank you. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, iTunes Podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music Podcast portal, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayetteVilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.